Big Queer Wrestling Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Hope Spot Clothing Company. Hope Spot are a brand that look to celebrate more inclusive world in professional wrestling, with money from each purchase being donated to a variety of different causes. Listeners to the podcast now receive 10% off using the promo code BQWPOD over at HopeSpotCC.com. Hello and welcome to the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Joshua. Today, I'm joined by Billy Hayes. Um, Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so just to introduce yourself to everyone, who is Billy Hayes? That's not as deep as it sounds. <laughs> um, to be perfectly honest, Billy Hayes is a professional wrestler from London that uh, just loved wrestling since he was a kid. He travelled the world wrestling been to Portugal, been to, moved to Wales, like, been a bit everywhere, um, just loves wrestling to bits, and that's about it, really. Nice. Um, how long have you been wrestling? Um, I think we're coming up to six years now. Nice. Roughly. So, I yeah. I started in Arsenal's, so yeah, yeah, roughly six years. Yeah, so, just hitting, like, a decent amount of time. Um, mm. How did you get started? Where did you? Where was the first training school? Was it through the internet? Was it um, flu? So Simon Miller is how I got started. Um, right. Because I watched What Culture and I love What Culture wrestling, and uh, I I like got onto like a side venture of like watching all Simon stuff, and then obviously he did the whole like tra- starting to be a wrestler, training to be a wrestler, and everything. Yeah. And I lived really close to where he started training. So I, I was like, okay, I need to start training because I want to start training. I have no idea where to go, so I'm just going to go where he's going because that makes sense. And it went from there? Yeah. Oh, fair. So six years, but you've always been a fan. How how long have you been a fan then, roughly? Since I was seven. I'm 21 now, so that's... 14 years. Yeah, that's the max. I'm, I'm fucking awful. <laughs> anything, anything, yeah. school system, I'm fucking awful. That's fine, don't worry, so am I. So that means, oh God, you're, you're one of the few people I've had on here that is too young to be an attitude era child. Yeah. You're making me yeah. feel old. Well, I started watching, the first match that I saw was uh, the, the Triple Threat at Mania, Dudley Boys, um, Jeff and Matt and Edge and Christian. That oh, was nice. the first match I saw. Um, Is so that what got like, you hooked? Yeah, yeah. That was kind of like the time frame of when I started. But I, I've, I've gone back and watched bits of the Attitude Era, but I've never really like sat down and seen the entire thing. Yeah. So with where you're, when you fell into wrestling, were you always WWE or were you a bit of a TNA fan? So I started watching WWE. And I got to, I think I was about like, I think I was about like eight, eight or eight or nine. And I started watching TNA. But obviously TNA was like a more like an, like an overage sort of thing. Like it was, they were more like on the cusp of like the age demographic compared to WWE. WWE was yeah. very much like PG and TNA was on the edge. So I, start, I, I used to have to sneak and watch TNA when I was a kid because my mum wouldn't let me 
so I had to like try and find ways to sneak around it and watch it but I could never watch it consistently because of it yeah that makes sense um god I just feel old now I don't have to just end the interviews <laughs> um so yeah we'll we'll move into your like time in wrestling you said six years and you've been all over the place so you started off in London and you moved to Wales so whereabouts have you been so I started off in London and I moved to Portugal the first place I moved to for wrestling which is a is a is a strange decision and I understand that um at like 16, 17, I moved to Portugal to wrestle because the trainer that was training me in Al Snows was from Portugal and he was putting me on shows over there. So my first ever match was in Portugal, not in England. Oh, nice. So I trained there for ages, for about a year. And then I finally moved back to London. Was it, Went to like all the schools in London, like literally like almost every school in London I was up and down going through. And then it kind of landed in knuckle locks and kind of fell in love with it there. Yeah. Um, and got along with everyone there really well and everything like that. Um, and then about a year or two later-ish, give or take, um, I moved. I started training in Wales and fell in love with it here because everyone here loves wrestling so much. Yeah. Like you can feel it. You can feel it. Everyone loves wrestling. So I decided to make the jump and move to Wales because I was coming here every weekend to train anyway so I was like I mean like I've not got many tyres in London and like even if I do then I can kind of travel back and everything so I might as well just move to Wales really and then so it's come from just, there yeah now I'm, now I'm here it started in lockdown and now, hmm. now I'm still here so yeah Wales for being quite a small place has quite a a busy wrestling scene. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I like obviously Attack came from here. Um, Dragon Pro had all the stuff here, um, and like a lot of the like obviously Pete and everything, and Mark and Hitch, and everyone they all like pretty much started here basically. Yeah, it's really like for such a like small part of England, like it's got such a good wrestling scene because everyone here. They all had to love it. like Because I, I figured this out the other day, and it was really weird. Everyone in London that was um, that was training to be a wrestler back when Mark and Hitch and everyone were starting up, they all had training schools. Even though they were far away, they had training schools there. Whereas the guys from Wales didn't. So they had to backyard. They had to go out of their way. It wasn't like at the, like at the doorstep, air quotation marks. Like It wasn't that close to them. They had to go out of their way make rings put on events for themselves and do things that way so it kind of breeds like a massive love for wrestling because you have to to be able to go that far you have to love it yeah no that makes a lot of sense and obviously over the last couple of years with everything sort of blowing up and them becoming more well-known names it helped wales grow into more of its own scene but you still wrestle a lot all over the place. So you do. You are in Wales, but like I see you all over the place. Yeah, I try and wrestle absolutely anywhere. Like, like uh, one of the things that like I'm gonna do like, a fucking shitty name dropping thing. But one of the things that I first got told whenever when I started training with Pete was wrestle everywhere. Like, don't it don't matter how much money you're making. It doesn't matter anything like that. Just wrestle everywhere. Get really good. 
and then you can start when you get these contracts looking at you and you get all these other stuff looking at you then you can start going okay maybe I'll maybe I'll ask for a bit more maybe I'll sort that out like and that's like the main thing like yeah. just work as much as possible in as many places yeah, as possible yeah get the experience and um yeah so it you've had quite a a wide range of people supporting you as you've already mentioned are they would you class them as influencers or is there other people that definitely some of them um wild born mike hitchman probably a massive is a massive influence on how i wrestle pete's a massive influence on how i wrestle um some of the guys I trained with in Portugal, like Ophidian and everything, are a massive influence on how I wrestle, and they're like so far apart from each other. Um, like they're just the guys that I've trained with that are like have influenced me a lot. Like outside of that, like the fucking Brian Danielsons, who everyone yeah I think has influenced everyone in the current UK scene. Like um, who else? Like obviously Jeff Hardy was like a massive influence to me as a childhood and I've kind of brought that in the latest parts of my career and everything. Um Skyder. I don't know if you've ever seen any Skyder matches or anything. Uh, I haven't. He eyes oh, I would seriously recommend anyone going to watch any Skyder match or um Necrofargo no no, not Necro not Necrofargo. Um Negro Navarro. I have heard two, of him. There are two, there are two luchadors from Mexico that are quite unknown, but they're so good. Like their technical ability and everything is just incredible. Um, like they're in massive influences on my career. Like the way they move and the way they like yeah. go in and out of things and stuff like that. Is is there an influence to your look? Because you have quite a unique look and presentation. Or is that just you? I mean, a, a, a big part of it is just me. Um, like, this is... Like, everything I do in wrestling now is what I enjoy doing outside of wrestling. So, the way I dress and the way everything like that is what I enjoy outside of it. But, like, a massive part of me discovering that was um, music and, like, artists like Youngblood and everyone. Like, the way that they're, like, changing the world with their views on how everything works and how like there's nothing like there's no like this is what one gender is supposed to do and this is what another gender is supposed to do and this is what someone that is in this box is supposed to do like like it doesn't matter no matter what you wear it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't like none of that matters it's just you yeah you know being I mean? comfortable with yourself has like if this is too personal just shut me down has it got in the way of any wrestling or has everyone been fairly okay with it? Because I know stuff like this can... You still get um, people like it, unfortunately. Yeah. like uh, from, from my knowledge, um, in the long run, I've been more blessed by it than anything else. Like I've had more positive and good feedback in terms of wrestling, in terms of bookings, in terms of everything else because of it. Um, outside of that, uh, I've... Uh, to my knowledge I've only lost like one I've only not worked for one promotion because of uh, some of the tattoos I have and that's it um, oh, nice. and that's only one promotion um, I'm not naming names I'm not no. doing any of that but as far as, as 
far as I as far as I know, um, the only the only reason that I'm not like I haven't had any bad press from it apart from this one promotion, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the fact that they're not they don't want to put me in a show because of a tattoo that I have or the way I look makes me not want to work for them. Yeah. Anything. It's 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 really good that it's only sort of been an issue with one place because it's it's like you were saying beforehand, you don't really classify yourself as like pronouns wise you don't really mind what people call you. Sexuality wise you've not labelled it. So like you're quite an open book and I think personally it comes across as quite a good influence on people. It's not necessarily what you're going for, you're just sort of doing your own thing. But I do think it is good for people to see that you can just go out, be yourself, still be a professional and just get on with it. So the fact that you've been able to just sort of do that and people have been good about it, because you hear all kinds of horror stories, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard a load of people have loads of problems with it and everything. It's something that's such a like issue and I feel genuinely awful and it's one of those things that I'm like, I feel really bad and I'm, like it makes me feel borderline worse because I've not had anything like that so I can't fully relate to the people whenever like someone comes to me with a problem like that yeah I get that but you shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad for it just because no like everyone gets different stuff it's just Mm. how life works and it's nice to know that it's not happening as often as it was so yeah like we were saying you you don't really label anything and you just sort of get on with it. What would you say to people that are in a similar boat when it comes to wrestling? Because obviously there's not many people like you. Do you think that's um, like, do you think that would change? I, I think it would. Cause like, I, I think like, and this is me trying to like stay on the least, like on the political side of, the way I'm saying this, I think people are being pushed into a situation, and they always have, uh, before of being forced to pick something, like, pick what you are. Yeah. Are you this? Are you that? Are you that? Are you that? Pick one. And I don't think that you have to. And, like, it's, like, I think for me, especially, like, it's something that has helped me throughout my career, the fact that I don't have to pick or make a decision or, like, be like, this is what I am. Because people label you in terms of, like... And also, I've never... I don't really speak about it much because I don't feel like it's necessary. Yeah. And not in a way, like... Like, if someone ever asked me, I would tell them. But I've never been asked or put in a situation where someone's asked me, so I don't say anything about it. Um... But for people in my situation in wrestling, it's very much a, like, it's an open door. Like, no one really knows anything, and that's that's a good thing, in my opinion. Like, no yeah. one need, like, people don't need to know. Like, everyone doesn't need to know every single preference that I have or every single, like, if or but or anything like that because I am just, I, I like what I like when I like it, and that's it. Yeah, and that's the main thing that I go with. Um, so, like anyone in my situation, probably 
in the one of the better situations. And if you don't feel like you want to be put in that bubble, you don't have to be. If you don't feel comfortable being labelled X, Y, and Z, even though it's not a bad thing anymore to be labelled in those ways, you don't have to be. Like you can just be yourself. Like, and it's also something that I've like. I've had to talk to a lot of people about because they feel like they're in the same situation as me when they're not quite is it's okay to not know either it's okay to not know in yourself what you are yeah and that's the main thing that I'm trying to like push at the moment it's okay to not know like what your preference is it's okay to just test the waters with everything that's yeah what it's, life's for isn't it it's not a definite is it I'm 28 and I'm still sort of like not fully sure and there's no rush yeah. to find out. Like, you've just got to figure out in your own time. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good outlook. And I think if people listen to this, hopefully it sort of agrees with them in their head and it helps them find their foot in a bit more. Because, yeah. like you said, you don't have to label anything. You can if that makes you more comfortable, but if you don't know, you don't know. And if you do know, but you don't want to outwardly label it, it's that person's decision. Um, yeah, I think, I think it does help you stand out as a unique performer, but I do think you put a positive light on things as well. Like, yeah, it's great you stand out in wrestling, it's difficult to do, but I think you're a good influence on people. I think it goes well with, like, you're part of the Pride show that's happening in London. Yeah. And you sort of, I think everyone on the show is completely different to each other person, but it just shows that they're not... That was a show that I was very hesitant to um, take up for the exact reason that I don't identify. Um, and it was one of those ones that when the promoters and everything came to me in the first place, I was very much like, okay, like, I understand, and this is a pride thing, I understand that, but please make sure that everyone on the show is okay because I don't identify as anything. So, like as much as I don't identify as being a straight person, I also don't identify as being LGBT. Yeah. I very much said that to the promoters. I was like, please, please, please just let everyone know, make sure everyone's okay with it. And that was something that I was very aware of taking that booking up because I was very, like, to be honest, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared of what people would like, no, I, how people would I think it's it. a good thing because as much as you don't identify as LGBT, let's like pride's about having pride in what you are. You don't have to necessarily fit that. Um, yeah. I can't think what the word is. Them letters, that bubble. It's about pride in who you are. You only have to look at the poster. Yeah, there are gay men, gay women, bisexual. Um, drug queens, people that don't identify as any of that. There's non-binary people on it. So I think it's just finding aspects. And each, like, yeah. difference to the norm, yeah. If we booked, if that show was booked and it was 12 completely gay men, it defeats the point. Mm. So I think it's really good that, one, they came to you, and two, yes, you were hesitant, but in the end, you were like, yeah, let's give it a go. And that you took that extra step to be like, let's make sure everyone's comfortable with it. Which is a massive thing. Because a lot of people, they go, oh, show, 
done taking show, it show money booking yeah go <laughs> like it's a nice little extra step and we've spoke about Pride which is happening in June have you got stuff happening obviously you do but like I'm going to get you to talk about it plans going forward because Wales is kind of in a lockdown aren't they at the minute Wales is in a lockdown at the moment which is very scary because for those that don't know I am the owner of a new promotion called Creation Pro and it is very scary because our first show is at the start of next month and I am still not 100% sure whether it's going to go ahead or not Um, we're going to make a decision two weeks before the the date of the show which is the only thing that we can do um, at the moment Um, I've got no shows in Wales coming up uh, but I do have shows outside well this is what I was about Uh, to ask are you allowed to travel to the shows outside of Wales yeah you're allowed to travel you're allowed to travel in and out and like the only thing is there's no the main thing at the moment is there's no events allowed in Wales like almost everything else is borderline the same but it's events and things like clubs and events and everything like that are closed or not closed but like clubs are now the same as it was before where it's sit down service in a club and that, that sort of stuff um but yeah like that's the like main thing so it's literally just the events industry that's affected by it which so is insane because yeah it's a <laughs> yeah. gathering of people but there's so many other things where it's a gathering of people you only have to go into my local town and it's busier than ever so exactly. you're never going to win unfortunately no. on a more positive note you've brought it up let's talk about your new promotion yeah it's a bit iffy at the minute but even if it doesn't happen at the beginning of the next month it's going to happen eventually how did your new company come around um it was a lot of like there was kind of like a lot of people talking about doing stuff in wales but no one actually doing it and like obviously like the defense stuff's happening now and the um your local shindy's happening now and all that sort of stuff's happening now there was a lot of talk before and nothing actually happening and also i kind of got to a point where i was like i'm watching all these other promotions and like they're all kind of similar like everyone the same people are getting used everywhere and no one's really using the guys from wales that are just great talents um and like they're not really getting used that much so i'm gonna like put my eggs in a basket that's a market that's one really fucking good and two it's got a market here already and it wasn't being utilized to the best of its ability yeah like there's so many various factors and i was like like i always i've got like a lot of adhd so i always get to a point where i go fuck it send it let's do it no matter what let's just go um and it got to that point where i like literally i was in a car journey with um jay joshua and i was writing down the card because i was like i got literally it was because i got really annoyed at how many promotions were using the same guys over and over again i got really annoyed at that so i literally in the car journey ripped down an entire card of wrestlers and matches that i would like to see that aren't the same thing that you see everywhere else and i went oh i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do this on a show and then everything kind of fell into place from there nice yeah so it's about doing it with your own sort of signature to it which is a nice little 
thing. Hopefully it's able to go ahead or at least relatively in the near future. Because things are looking up considering are, everything. Everything seems like it's going back to normal and it seems like the lockdown here is going to end at the start of the month. But it's yeah. one of those things. Like It's such a close date to the start of yeah. the month that it's... You never know. It's, it's such an iffy, iffy thing. Yeah, you never really know what's happening. So... Mm. That aside, because I kind of interrupted what you were talking about, you, you've still got your bookings outside of Wales, so yeah. what what have you got going forward? Is there stuff that you've already got in the bag, but stuff that you want to do in the next sort of year? Yeah, there's both of them. Um, so at the moment, um, I'm becoming a somewhat regular um, purpose wrestling in London which I love wrestling there. The fans are amazing. It's in a library, so it's such a weird venue that I just love it. Um, Fight Nation, me and JJ are the champions, um, the tag champions, and they're going on to like rebranding and everything, So, and we're going to be staying on with them for the foreseeable future with everything. Um, with, well, WrestleForce, um, I love WrestleForce. WrestleForce is one of my favorite places to wrestle. Um, the and the crowd, the crowds are great. The backstage is great. Everyone's so friendly, so nice. It's so easy. Um, the things I want, the places I want to wrestle, majority, I want to go back to Spain because I've kind of got like un like I've got stuff that's that was started before lockdown and like I would like to continue it there and I really like wrestling there and I like wrestling in other countries um, I would like to wrestle in Germany at some point because that's sick um, I want to wrestle for Carnival because they're doing they're making waves at the moment they're doing some mad yeah. stuff um, I want to wrestle somewhere in the north because I haven't wrestled there yet uh, yeah like they're like the me- they're the like main like things that could probably actually happen. Yeah. I obviously have, like, goals that are, like... like I, I want to start main event in shows. Like, the main, my main one at this year is I want to start main event in shows. I want to become the caliber of wrestler where I can put on a great main event and it be an actual main event. That's my main goal this year, to be a main event wrestler. Yeah. Like, it's all doable and it's all something that you've clearly got focus towards so fingers crossed we start to see it happening more and more and as lockdowns and stuff ease hopefully you get to travel abroad a bit more again so like you said you've got things that started up over lockdown uh, before lockdown just keeps getting in the way doesn't it we all lost a year and a half of wrestling yeah um yeah so you've got a lot a lot happening because obviously you're starting your own thing You've got belts that you've obviously defending. You've got show a lot of shows. You're all over the place, um, which feeds into my next question quite well because you get to see a lot of stuff. You get to see a lot of people. Yeah. So I, it's the last proper question I really ask. Um, I ask everyone to pick three people that you think people should be watching. So people that you should give them a search on YouTube or Instagram and just look at their stuff. Um, it doesn't have to be three. It can be slightly less. It can be slightly more, as long as it's not fifty people. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pack two into one. 
based on one thing that um because they're a tag team majority um, yeah. Mark Drew and Kieran Lacey they are absolutely phenomenal wrestlers absolutely phenomenal wrestlers um and they're starting to get a bit of traction now and they're starting to like get things going and people are starting to notice them and I, I I think everyone should go watch some of their matches the people that I've wrestled the most in me like out of it majority of people I would say Nino but he doesn't really count anymore <laughs> everyone knows Nino's really good so I'm, I'm not <laughs> he's not included um, Ian Skinner is a very good wrestler from Scotland um, like genuinely really really good and people should actually go watch him he's on the network um, but I would suggest people watching his stuff on YouTube he had a match with Haskins recently that was really good uh, oh, there's Sapphire is a is someone that's just starting, and I've known her since she started wrestling, and she's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and there's one person that I know from Spain. I'm gonna quickly try and find their name, um, but they're absolutely phenomenal. They're from Spain, but they're actually really great. I mean, not anyone else, not in Spain's really great, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Maria uh, Maria de la Rose Maria de la Rose uh, from Spain she's absolutely phenomenal um, she's one of the people that I want to go over to Spain just to wrestle her because she is really good uh, yeah that, that's the, the main ones that I would say definitely people should go watch I'm going to say one more just because yep. I just thought of him right now um, there's a guy from Portugal called Leo Rossi and he is incredible I have been trying to convince him to come to the UK for the last four years because I know that if he comes here he will be the next big thing and this is me like saying this in full confidence. He is yeah. absolutely phenomenal. So I suggest everyone go watch him. Nice. And you've said it on a social platform now, so there's more pressure for him to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a nice list. I've heard of some of them. Um, I've seen Sapphire popping up more and more. So hopefully people give them all a look and it helps them just a little bit. Um, yeah, we've gone over everything um, I asked really generic questions, as I told you at the start, <laughs> so it's nice and easy. Um, where can people find you on social media? Because I know you're quite a big streamer. Um, uh, I am a big... Yeah. I have almost every social media, and it is sometimes very nice and sometimes absolutely awful. <laughs> um, it's Bill underscore Hayes on almost everything apart from Twitch, and on Twitch it's... Bill underscore Hayes. No, on everything it's Bill underscore Hayes underscore. So there's two underscores. On Twitch it's Bill underscore Hayes. Um, nice. We've out the second one. Um, if you go on my Instagram, it has pretty much all of my social media. The thing I'm just starting up recently, and I've just started posting more content on it, is um, TikTok. So if people go follow that, that'd be great. Um, I think that's everything. Have you and got. Also, if everyone can go follow. Uh, creation Pro, Creation underscore PW, that would be amazing as well. Yeah. Have you got merch available? At I the do minute? have merch available on 
getonthegear.com. Um, there's two shirts on there, and there's one of my side projects, which is Skate Weird, which I have about four or five shirts on yeah. there with. Um, yeah, I think that's... So there's plenty of stuff that people can look up about, yeah? There's, there's plenty of stuff. If people go through on my Instagram, that's where the majority of my stuff is, and it all gets filtered through there, so you'll probably be able to find the majority of it from that by itself. Nice. Yeah, so that's it. Nice and easy. You've made it through the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast. Um, thank you for being a part of my podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, anytime. Uh, thank you for anyone that listened. Have a nice day.